Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The word of God from Numbers 21. So Moses made a bronze serpent and set it on a pole. And if a serpent bit anyone, he would look at the bronze serpent and live. This is God's word. We're not told in the text. But you can't help but wonder how Israel responded to that bronze serpent. Think about it. They are being killed by fiery serpents. And so the Lord God tells Moses to make a serpent and put it on a pole so they can look at the serpent. The people are told to look upon the image of the very thing that was killing them. Perhaps they thought it was a cruel joke. Perhaps some had trouble taking it seriously. We don't know. But we do know that anyone who looked upon that bronze serpent would live. The bronze serpent points us to Jesus. And that's not a stretch because Jesus himself tells us. You all know John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. But right before that, Jesus talks about how he will be like that bronze serpent. He says, As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. The Israelites were saved by serpent from serpents by looking upon a serpent. You and I are saved from death by looking upon Jesus. But let's be honest, you and I are saved from death by looking upon death. It's the same thing at play. Saved from serpents by looking upon a serpent. Saved from death by looking upon death. We've been conditioned as the people of God to believe that there is nothing worse than death. We've been conditioned as a culture to believe that we must avoid death at all costs. Whatever diet, whatever lifestyle change, whatever distancing, whatever vaccine, we have been told there is nothing worse than that a person should die. But we know that death comes in different forms. There is the death of the body. 
which yes, is terrible. But the eternal death that can come upon the one who knows not to look on the one who was lifted up like the serpent, that death is far greater. You see, we as Christians need to remember that death is our ultimate malady. Death is what plagues each and every one of us. Consider that Paul writes, the wages of sin is death. If you have sin, you will pay with your life. The prophet Isaiah describes death as the covering that is cast over all peoples. The veil that is spread over all nations. Our sin is death. Our failings are death. Our fear is death. Our weaknesses are death. Illness is death. All of it is a result of what came about because of that first serpent. No, not the one in the wilderness, the one back in the garden. Israel would have known about that serpent. The one who tempted Adam and Eve into forbidden fruit. The one who brought not just sin into the world, but death. What a twist of irony that Israel would look upon a serpent and live. Because it was a serpent that brought death. Not just the physical death that the fiery serpents were giving, but the eternal death that that first serpent, Satan himself, brought into the world. Death came by a serpent, and so did life. Death comes for us all. And yet we overcome death by looking upon death. By looking upon the one who died in our place. You see, on this Mother's Day, as we give thanks to God for the life that was given to us by God through each of our mothers... We remember that the church is also a sort of mother. God is the father who makes us and provides for us. But where does he sustain us and nurture us? Here in the loving arms of his church. Where Jesus Christ, the son of man, is lifted up. Where his death is lifted before our eyes. Where we look upon him and live. The church and what the Holy Spirit does here within the church. That's the antidote to death. 
We are those who gather knowing that the worst thing possible is not that our body should be laid to rest in the ground, but that instead we should be separated from our loving God forever. Thanks be to God it can never be. Because we look upon the one who died. And of course the one who also lived again. Here's St. Paul in Galatians 3. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone who is hanged on a tree. Jesus, the one who becomes the curse. The one who becomes the serpent. The one who becomes sin in our place. Here again, St. Paul. For our sake, he made him to be sin, who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. My dearest friends in Jesus Christ, God grant that we would never forget to look on the one who is lifted up for us. Death is overcome by, of all things, looking upon the death of Jesus Christ. Looking upon your sin placed on his body. Your curse placed upon him. The deadly bite of the first serpent healed in the one who is lifted up to give you life. Look on Christ and live. Look on the one who dies but is dead no more. Jesus said to his followers, to his disciples in our holy gospel today, as he prepared for the time that he would leave them, that he would go to his cross, die, rise again, and ascend into heaven. He knew that difficulty would come for his church. I have said these things to you, Jesus says, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. In the Bible, a lot of these words are just synonymous for the same thing. Tribulation. Evil. In the world you will have tribulation. In the world you will have evil. In the world you will have obstacles. In the world... You will have temptation. In the world, you will have death. Take heart. I have overcome the world, he says. He has overcome it all. Look upon the death of Jesus Christ. And know that in him, death 
has no power over you. Or as St. Paul would say in 1 Corinthians 15, O death, where is your victory? O grave, where is your sting? Christ has died. Sin has died. Christ lives again. Because he lives, life is yours. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.